This is the Third and Thirty Podcast, a coach's podcast where we believe opportunity is everything. My name is Coach Praveen Pagada, and I'm joined alongside, as always, Coach Jason Chaddock, and we are here for the final episode of 2020. What a year it's been. First, uh, I guess, half a year. We started in the middle of the year, but the planning process and everything took the whole year. But what a year it's been for Third and Thirty, but you know, most of all, what a year it's been for our world and um, the 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 society we live in and um, a crazy tumultuous year, roller coaster year. Maybe it's just been a downfall for you. Um, maybe you've had some ups and downs. Maybe you've been one of the lucky ones with not too much going on to affect your life. But either way, it's been it's been an eventful year from all aspects, and not only just COVID nineteen, but um, through so many different aspects in our political world and. And it's just been uh, it's been a crazy time, and especially now during the holidays. You know, I personally haven't seen much happy holidays stuff going around. I think because of maybe the times that we're in. That's just me. I haven't seen much. Usually, I'm thrown. You know, everyone's throwing at me holiday stuff, and this year just doesn't seem as much as usual. And maybe that's because of maybe a little um, lighter, lighthearted with with uh, things going on at, right at this point. But nonetheless, we hope that. Uh, Third and thirty has helped you in some way, shape, or form. Helped you learn, help you get motivated, help you build some confidence. Whatever it may be, maybe it was just a little entertainment for you, listening to two dudes uh, talk about stuff for for a little bit. But we hope that you enjoyed our guests so far. So I want to start off the show uh, with a with a thank you to to everyone that's been involved in this. Thank you to Coach Chaddock. But you know, twenty twenty has been crazy, and uh, it's uh, it's been a crazy time. And just want to uh, give a shout out to the people for. Um, sticking with it and grinding through this year. Hopefully it gets better from here on out and we can look forward to a better, stronger 2021 and just keep building from it and not let this year define us. But uh, Coach Chaddock, good to have you on as always. How are you doing today? Coach, I'm doing good. Anytime we have the opportunity to come together, talk, learn, grow, it's always an inspiring uh, time for me. Uh, personally and professionally so it's always it's always good we've had a great weekend um, i think you hit the nail on the head 2020 has been a wild year and uh, i can't wait to get into some of our topics today that we have and you know you and i have been talking off air a little bit about some of the different things 2020 has brought and it, it's um it's a time when you can sit back and not do things and make excuses for not doing things or you can really attack the day and dig down deep and figure out how do we make this work? How, how do we push the envelope? How do we do our business different? How do we live our life different? Um, you know, today I had just, uh, just taken my daughter to her basketball game. And <clears throat> what, what, a, what a learning opportunity today was. Her team absolutely got smoked. They got, they got beat. It was three to 32 just just got walloped and you know when she was out there though even in the second half when they were way down she was working her tail off making good quality passes to her teammates and she was out rebounding other people getting steals and uh, taking good shots dribbling into the lane getting herself open taking good shots and we talked about all those things on the way back home uh, we had we had a long drive we had about a 48 minute drive home and we were at the other end of town, 
And it was really unique to have those conversations and just, hey, let her know, hey, I'm really proud of what you did. thought you played outstanding, especially the fact that you kept working so hard when your team was down by so much. And to see her positive attitude towards it and to see the excitement in her face, the big smile on her face in the, in the, in the truck when we were driving home, just the acknowledgement of how she worked highlighting specific things she did. And she was even giving, giving me details like the in-game details of what went on. And she was diagnosing. It It was like, it was like watching one of those post-game press conferences with LeBron James, when he just specifically will talk about a certain pass and what he saw and why he dished it and talk about, you know, the next three possessions in a row. And she was doing the same thing. And in that moment, I'm driving thinking just how much I enjoy spending this time with my daughter. And right now, only one parent's allowed to go to the game. So I was the one with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, obviously, COVID keeps changing restrictions for us every week. We're driving back, having a good time, chatting it up. And, and seeing the intellectual side of her diagnosing a basketball game is something that is really just now coming around. Uh, she, she'll turn 12 next week. And it was, it was one of those things where it opened my eyes to how she's growing as a person and how she's growing with the game of basketball. And then the next thing it made me do is think, you know something? The world didn't stop. I stopped just now to make you all think about that for a minute. The world didn't stop. That's what I was thinking. After we had talked it out for a while, she was relaxing for a minute, listening to some Christmas music on the radio. And I'm driving and just thinking to myself, open highway, just thinking the world didn't stop. We have a pandemic. We have social issues. We have political issues. We have all sorts of things going on in society. And I looked and thought the world didn't stop. The world just kept going. She's learning. Other kids are learning. People are growing. People are doing things. They're advancing in life. And we've got to keep doing that. There's people sick right now. There's people sick. And, and how do we help the healthcare industry? Well, we have to take our proper precautions to help. That Those are the things we can do. We can also be supportive of those in the healthcare industry and you know, be able to give acknowledgement, give thanks. And things like that. So that was what was all on my mind when I was driving. And I thought, wow, man, what a year it's been. And then, of course, I was getting excited knowing you and I were going to do the podcast and thinking about how do we touch base on all these different subjects that, that, that are going on. So that, that's what's been on my mind today. We had a great weekend. Uh, we had a lot of fun yesterday going to see Christmas lights uh, downtown and having a really good barbecue dinner and just having a good time as a family for the weekend. You know, obviously it's hard when you're staying away from everybody in society. We're so distanced from everybody um, as far as physically, uh, you know, trying to connect with people online and trying to connect with people through Zoom calls and things like that. So that's a lot, a lot of what's been going on and, and what's been on my mind. And, you know, how do, we, how do we keep serving a community in the work that we do? How do we keep developing kids in the coaching that we do? How do we keep providing leadership information through the podcast? And how do we keep helping people fight through adversity through the podcast? You know, those are the things that have been on my mind. Coach, I'm excited to be here. 
ready to, ready to get down to business with you tonight. Yeah, it's been a uh, for us here at Third and Thirty. It's been a, it's been a good year overall. You know, we've had the opportunity throughout being physically distanced with people to to meet new people and build new relationships. And I feel like that is definitely something that has been lost in 2020. You've kind of had to stick to your group of people throughout this entire time. And for me, I've really enjoyed the opportunity to talk to people and learn something from other people. I'm in school, and so you kind of get lectures and you kind of get – uh, discussions and articles you have to read to teach yourself in the school environment. But I will tell you, depending on what you're working on in school and at, at a higher education level, you better be doing something you enjoy or else you're not going to be learning anything at all. That's um, right. I'll tell you, the only reason that I'm learning something right now is because I have taken my classes to into something that I enjoy to, to learn, teach myself, get better at i've taken the opportunity to write about things for papers on topics that interest me and so i get to dive into this but am i necessarily being this uh, this forced to learn something or or learning like about experience about life maybe not necessarily and maybe a lot of us aren't doing that what third and 30 is brought to me is just opportunities to meet new people we have met an incredible amount of people throughout this journey thus far and are going to meet so many more people. And, and and another shout out to all of our guests for being so open and willing to come on the show and work with us, new guys doing a new podcast. And a lot of a lot of our guest coach didn't even know who we were, and we didn't really know who they were on a personal level. We sometimes the first time we met was when we hopped onto this Zoom call to record for the show, and maybe we got 10, 15 minutes to deliberate and kind of come together and okay well we, you know how 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 are things and it's been a, maybe a little easier to do the small talk with 2020 and everything but nonetheless it's 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 been an incredible journey and um and to, you know unfortunately for this last episode of the year we weren't able to lock down a guest and some of you may wonder well, why not just wait till you lock down a guest guys and and we we want to stick to our model and i have no problem sharing our model i think it's a good life model to have but i think the number one thing we wanted to stick with was staying consistent and staying on schedule and we made it we made a deal that we want to get a show out every other week to our listeners and there have been weeks we we've, we've missed out and we have made up for it by going back to back weeks. Uh, there's nothing wrong with us adding another show, but we made sure that if we ever missed a week, we've made that up. And we wanted to stick to our week by week basis. So we don't see anything necessarily wrong in not being able to get a guest. But of, co- of course, it's unfortunate. And we would love to have ended the year with, with, with a bang and have a great guest. But I think it's also good at the end of the year, at December 13th, is when we're recording this show of, of the year 2020, that we reflect. And we look back on the year that it has been. And I think what we do it every year, right? When everything's going good, we reflect every year. Right? At least I'm a big four-letter network watcher. I watch sports. And every at the end of every year, we look at the best moments of that year, the greatest moments of that year. Well, we always reflect, right? We always are reflecting on moments, whether we like to or not. We just choose certain things to reflect. Well, 2020 has been full of maybe 
um, events that have been negative in your life. And I still think that it's a good time to reflect. So that's what we're going to do here today. And, you know, the, we, we're going to look back at the second half of guests, you know, at the at the. At the half, halfway point, at the end of our first quarter, we did a recap show uh, for our listeners. You already listened to that, but we recapped our first handful of guests. Now we're going to recap the last half of our, our, our guests and kind of dive into um, those, those conversations. And we would love to hear from you guys. If there is a if there is a show or there is an interview that you'd like us to uh, repost or all you want is just that interview... Please reach out to us at Third and Thirty Podcast on any social media site. Hit us up, and we will cut the interview and just post that straight up. So you can just go click, and you don't got to deal with us chip chappering for too long. We can just get straight to the interview. But if that's what you want, let us know. We'll make it happen. And we're looking at great things for 2021. Um, we hope that you guys stay tuned to us as always. And so, um, you know, it's been an awesome journey. But uh, first things first, you know, we we kicked off this. Uh, this uh and i want to say this year one there's going to be someone coach i'm telling you this right now there's going to be someone listening to this show two three four five years after we recorded this it's going to be out there forever okay as long as we have phones uh you're gonna it's going to be out there someone's going to be listening to this two three four five years later and just know that we the guests we did not expect to get these guests when we planned this show and we almost wish that we could have saved it till we are big time Pat McAfee show hosts. But we're not there. But that's why I'm saying that three, four, five years down the line, these shows are important. And the guest that we had in this second half was incredible. Not to take anything away from all of our guests, but it, it was incredible because we made a plan at the start, right, Coach? And and we had a list of, of, of guests that we wanted to get on the show. And come second quarter, we didn't really go to any of those on the list and I think that was almost a blessing in disguise because we got some incredible guests to start it off and so I just want to give a shout out to you listening down the road because it's just as relevant now as it is three four five years down the road no matter what's going on in the world but we really kicked off second quarter with a bang coach and we we kicked it off with with uh, the police chief of Fort Collins Colorado um, uh, Chief Jeff um, Swoboda Chief Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Swoboda, excuse me, Chief of Police of uh, Fort Collins, Colorado. That's where I live and where Coach Chaddock used to live. We used to coach here together, and Coach Chaddock's connection with the city of Fort Collins was able to get Chief on, and what a time to get him on, Coach. What a time, uh, and I think that's part of the reason we wanted to get him on was because of the times we live in. Man, it was um, some, social, some social issues. Like you mentioned earlier, that was when it was at its highest, and it was fresh on our minds, and maybe the pandemic was second, probably second tier to what was going on with the social issues at that time. But, uh, Coach, I want you to start us off and give me your thoughts on that, that what, you, what you remember and what you kind of stands out to you. I think it's important that we kind of go off the hook with these. We, we didn't really prepare and go through, okay, hey, we're going to listen to all of our old episodes and go through. You know, I don't think we need to. We, those, those, uh, we listen to every show before we post, um, one of us or both of us, every single show, and we take pride in that they resonate with us, and we hope they resonate with you, but I think it's important to reflect in this way. It'd be like, oh my goodness, I remember Chief, and I remember those moments, and put yourself in that environment almost um, in the present. Now, now, what stood out to you, Coach? I know you uh, put that meeting together, so you kind of had some off-the-air off the interactions with him, but um, having him on the show was a blessing, was it not? It was amazing. It, it was a true blessing, and, and to hear... To hear from his perspective, 
serving a community in the role that he does while your force is 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 being scrutinized not because something went on in that city because something went on in another city in a different state and and the way he handled that scrutiny of of people really trying to make sure that things are being done i guess by the societal term of right sure. um you know because you and i have talked about this time and time again i, I don't know what right is um, everyone has a different definition of what right is. I want to tell you the two things that stood out to me that hands down I, I left with is, and I, want, and I want you guys to know one of these, I'll get to my second point that I'm going to make. I actually used this point two weeks ago. And when I hung up the phone after talking to the member of our community, I thought that was Chief Swoboda. That's what I got from him. Two, two weeks ago, let me get to my first point, though. My first point was when he was new on the force, when he was in Elgin in Chicago, the Chicago suburb, um, he was highlighting, he was new, excited, really just eager to get somewhere and help somebody, and they'd get a call in on the radio, and he would just gun it and start going you know, 90 miles an hour down the street and the guy in the car, the guy in the, the cruiser with him said, whoa, 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 slow down, slow down. Where are you going? I don't know. I'm just going. I'm going 90 miles an hour. I'm going somewhere. Lights are on. We're going. We're getting there. And then a couple of times he referenced, well, yeah, I was going east and I needed to go west. I was going 90 miles an hour the wrong way. And going 90 miles an hour the wrong way because he didn't get all the instruction first. And I think to myself, how many people I have worked with, whether it's football, whether it's uh, work, whether it's life, whether it's friends, family, who start going 90 miles an hour somewhere and you're like, well, yeah, dude, I still needed to give you 25% more of the instructions so you actually knew what we were doing. <laughs> what on earth are you doing? So that stood out to me. And I know that was kind of done in a joking format. Sure. However... It stuck. It stuck. I ha you have to know where you're going. You have to know where you're supposed to be before you can floor it. If you don't know where you're supposed to go, how are you going to floor it? Leaders, think about this as, as we're giving direction to people. How we, We're giving direction to someone. They got to know where they're going so they can put their best effort forward for us. The second piece that stood out to me, and I was cracking up when I got off the phone with this person, he talked about you're not going to spit facts to somebody when they're speaking from the heart and giving you feeling. And oh my goodness, did this stand out to me because someone was telling me something on the phone and, I, and I'm like, yeah, they, I, I, I absolutely think they're working from the heart. They're working from great feeling. They're working from a place of nostalgia with how the facility used to be able to operate. Well, the fact is we can't operate like that anymore because of COVID. What good would it have done for me in that moment to say, sir or ma'am, you know, I apologize. You make a great point. We can't operate like that anymore because of this. I sat back, heard the person out. And at five minutes into the phone call, they said, you know, it's just there's been so much change in society. I said, you're right. This pandemic has just really changed the way we operate. Mm -hmm. And... 
they said to conclude, thanks for listening to me. I know you can't change this. And I'm realizing that now as I talk to you about it. I just appreciate you listening to me. And that's all Chief talked about was he had that woman who he was talking to who just wanted to be heard. She just wanted to put her heart out there, put her feelings out there, and she wanted people to be better to each other. And my goodness, can't we just be a little bit better to each other? I, I, I talk with staff all the time. We don't have problems. We don't have complaints. Get rid of that. Get rid of that terminology. We had an email that came across last week. Said, blah, 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 problem. Instantly, one of our full-time workers said, Jason, I'm going to go, I'm going to go handle this because we don't have problems here. We have questions and we have solutions. And, and, and because problem, when you, when you see problem written in the subject title of an email, your mind just automatically goes to something negative. Let's get rid of the negative as a society. Let, let's get rid of that. And, and let's listen to each other. Let's come up with plans. Let's be solution-driven, because Chief also talked about being solution-driven. Let's be solution-driven together, guys. That's what, that's what I got for you today. That's what I remember from Chief Soboda. That was a great conversation. Chief, if you're listening out there, two weeks ago, man, I thought of you as I hung up the phone. Thought of you and said, man, just had a smile on my face and said, yep, I remember having this conversation. Coach P, that's where I'm at with that one. No, that's that's amazing. Uh, you brought up a couple points that I was thinking about too, and thinking about Chief Chief Soboda and and uh, what a great guest, what a, what an honor it was to speak to someone of that caliber. We we want to bring on leaders. We want to bring on people that are experts in their field and that strive every day to be the best version of themselves they can be. You know, a lot of people may not like what Chief Soboda does for the city and whatnot, but you know, he's a man that'll listen to you. He's a man that does his best, and um, you know, if you want to think otherwise, so be it. You know, but I thought he was very gracious to come on and, and and share a little bit about his experiences throughout such a such a crazy time in our society some that's going to go down in the history books some that's going to go down that we're never going to forget we're going to be telling our grandchildren um our grandchildren might learn about it without even us having to tell them about it you know that's how crazy of a time we live in so um a big shout out to chief for, for joining us our next guest uh, moving on here was was another special one now we, on third and 30 we switch gears and it's it's incredible that's what's awesome about our guests we you know we don't have a a theme of type of guests that we're looking for you know we it's very broad but like i said earlier we bring on leaders we bring on experts and there's a lot of leaders out there and there's a lot of experts out there it doesn't matter what field you're in there's a lot of the same processes that people follow when they want to be successful in any field whatsoever. So um, for, we were fortunate enough to be joined by Chris Lucas and Brad Poole from Elite Youth Sports, a, uh, a, a new youth sports league that has opened up here in northern Colorado and had a successful first season running a flag football league and moving forward to uh, spring league, adding more leagues, adding more football, trying to push through this crazy time that we live in. As best we can and give kids an opportunity to play ball. And uh, what really stood out to me in that conversation was their grit, their determination to find a way while obeying the the brand new rules that we had to abide by and change our ways of living uh, through it. Uh, successful season, like I said, finished all the championship games. No... Uh, 
no shutdown necessary for any sort of reason. You know, great facility, great guys. And it was an honor to have those guys on to kind of talk about the importance of organized sports and, and really pushing that through all this crazy time, through all this uh, just uncertainty that we live in. Let's give kids an opportunity to go out there and play sports because there's nothing better than competition, having fun with your buddies, building uh, culture with teammates, building lifelong friendships, um, learning about people. I think that's something that we lose is is when you're at a young age, if you're not around people, you don't know how to act around people. And so sports really do that because you learn how to work with people that you, you may you might not get to choose to work with. And that's sports all the time, especially at a young age. So so uh, Chris, Chris and Brad talked really well uh, about the importance of it and, and them, them fighting through it. And that's just really what stuck, stood out to me in that conversation was their, um, their ability to see through the blocks, the walls, the barriers, and, and find a way through it and not let them stop. And not by breaking rules or even by bending them. They got variances. They spoke to health departments. They got health department people to come out and give them reports on if they're doing a good job or not. They went through their due diligence whether they wanted to or not. And that's difficult, especially during the the new uncertainty. It wasn't something uncertain that we had been through before. This is something uncertain that's brand new and no one – and we're all kind of handling it as best as we know how. And – it was really awesome. I mean, they, they're, they're giving jobs, you know. They, they're creating jobs for people. They're creating referee jobs. They're, they're creating management positions. They're creating opportunities that, that other companies and businesses may not be able to do during such a time as, as right now. So just a, a real blessing to have them on and talk about um, those things. And, and, I mean, you can't forget about Brad Poole's southern accent. You know, that just brings that football tang to it and uh it was just uh it was a great conversation especially bouncing after chief swoboda uh and that type of leadership and grit and every day go to work and and grind it was a different taste to it and but it had the same level of intensity and i loved it and and he was a memphis tiger right that's right his second son is named memphis that's how much he's yeah. a Memphis tiger <laughs> you know i i think you did a great recap of them and there's one there's one other part that I want to highlight because I work in the sports and recreation field, and yet I, I've watched my kids play club sports, and club sports are governed by boards, and the boards are parents. One of the biggest things that these two gentlemen talked about was sometimes as adults, we forget it's not about us. It's about them. It's about those kids. And, and you get so many adults together sometimes and talking about it starts becoming money, control, power, ability to dictate. And it becomes less about the kids and about playing a sport. And what I loved about these two, they were really highlighting it's about the kids. What do we have to do to get kids playing sports? What do we have to do to get more kids playing sports? What do we have to do to provide more sports avenues for more kids to play sports and learn the lessons that sports gives us? And that was something that I truly enjoyed from them. It was an honor to have them on. And I've been thinking about them a lot during the course of uh, the last 
I'd say four to five months as I've been in my new role where I keep saying it's about serving a community. It's about providing for a community, providing resources, providing outlets for kids. And how do you provide those outlets during a COVID environment? So kudos to those guys for making it happen. And I I commend them on their ability to look beyond all of the trials and tribulations to say, how do we serve kids? So amen to them for that. How do we serve kids? That's what we should all be thinking about each and every day. How do we serve kids? How do we make them better? How do we push them? How do we, how do we get away from being, being that term of soft? Mm-hmm. How do we get away from softness with kids and truly teach them life? I was so proud of my daughter today, as I said earlier, because I will tell you right now, I'm not soft on my kids at all. I push my kids like crazy. I'm tough on them because in the real world, you're not going to be just handed a job. You're not going to be just handed things. You have to earn it. And I teach my kids now how to earn it. So thank you to those guys for helping provide that avenue for kids to compete, to learn, and to develop. Thank you to Chris Lucas and Brad Poole. That was, that was a great conversation that we had with you guys. And uh, um, you know, and I work with these guys, so I, I, I love you know, being able to be around them and be, be around that energy and just a driven, focused mentality. I love it. So thank you to you, those guys. Moving on, uh, our, our third guest was uh, was a great one, and I was super excited to have this guest on. And and um, this is more about this person's story, and you know what what this person does for a living. It's a pretty cool job, and we talked about it. But but it was really awesome just to hear this person's story. Um, this was Maddie Robertson from Football Scoop. She, you know, football scoop is a place where she described it as a, as a place that you can go for all things football, you know, really. And it's just everything, anything you need football updates on high school, college. I mean, you can get what you need jobs. I mean, it has all sorts of uh, reliable sources on there. And she does a great job working for them with Maddie. Uh, you know, her story, like I said, really stood out to me, you know, going through uh, a, a big car accident um, going through multiple surgeries, moving um, to a new place, getting recruited, um, going through you know mental struggles in, in college, and getting through all that. And what what a great spirit she is of just like you know, good energy and just you know uh, always got a smile on. And I, I enjoyed having her on and listening to her story. What a what a crazy you know events to go through in your life at such a young age. Um, and to come out of that, her dad being such a big influence on her, being the football dad and, and pushing her and making her tough and tough minded. Um, it, it was, it was just a pleasure to have Maddie on coach. What, what was, uh, what, what, what stood out to you? You know, something I really want to highlight. I mean, we, uh, you know, uh, truth be told here, aside from chief Swoboda, every single guest in this second half We found, I'm sorry, aside from Chief Swoboda and Coach Peran, every other guest we found on Twitter. It was a Twitter connection, and Maddie was a Twitter connection. So every every guest we've had on has been special to us in one way or another. The, The interesting part to Maddie was the relationship that we all ended up connecting with. Um, we did not know this at the time. As we interviewed her and and got to know her more, in fact, when we were done with our show, we actually stayed 
on the call and talked with her for another hour that night. It was a late night. And, oh, my goodness. I remember getting up the next day exhausted. Like, we're just doing a podcast, man. <laughs> I was exhausted. We had such a good time talking and sharing stories. And we so so in the end, guys, the reason, you know, you, you develop different relationships with everyone. We all ended up knowing some of the same people. And we did not know that before getting connected. So anyway, we ended up telling stories about the people we knew and, and just sharing stories about life and our journeys independently. What stood out to me so much about Maddie is, and, and I've followed her uh, on Twitter. Her and I have, we, we, we've exchanged messages. We, we've, you know, liked each other's stuff on Twitter and Instagram and things like that. And she writes some fantastic articles for Football Scoop. Uh, recently, she did the coverage on Sarah Fuller, the kicker from Vanderbilt. And she did a really good article there and talking about females involved in football. She's extremely passionate about the game of football um, with, with her upbringing within the game. And one of the things that stood out to me a lot was the adversity that she fought through uh, within volleyball and kind of reclaiming her magic to then get into college. And then the grit that she had to have as a person when, when she's injured getting surgery and that coach tells her they're taking her scholarship the grit she had to have as a person to continue with her academic career anyway and still get that degree and then be able to now cover sports for a living and afford people a different ending than what she got and i i, I really want to commend her for that i thought she did a fantastic job there i love the stories about the the daddy daughter relationship and her working out and, and just outworking the boys in the weight room and the way her dad drove her like that, because it reminds me so much of my daughter and myself. And I'm really grateful that we had her on the show and that we've built an ongoing relationship. I think that's also great to have that ongoing friendship is awesome. Uh, maybe one of these days soon we can get her fiance on for an episode. Um, so, so that's really what stood out to me. And, and then building these relationships with people, building these ongoing friendships, it's fantastic and to be able to watch them continue in their life uh, through social media and, and through the stuff that they post. And she's done some amazing articles. I highly encourage you guys uh, to look her up on Twitter and Instagram and find some of these articles from Football Scoop. And I encourage you to read through them. You'll learn a lot and get to really see some great perspective. The diversity in our guests, you know, from where they work, where they come from, their life experiences, um, sports they played. Uh, it, it's pretty awesome. I, I remember Chief Sabota, isn't he a Hall of Famer? Hall of Fame Juco basketball player. That's what I'm saying, man. You know, you just, you, you never know. We got a very <laughs> diverse know. group. The police chief is a Hall of Famer. Right? And so uh, he might be the only Hall of Famer we got on the show so far. You know, I don't, I'm, I don't know if we, we got another Hall of Famer on the show yet. But nope, uh, Coach Chief Sabota. But um, Maddie, you know, totally fitting into that diverse group and, you know, I have to, you know, I have to say, and I'm proud of this, and I'm just gonna say this was a goal of ours. Is and maybe some people don't make it a goal, but nowadays with the sports that we live in, you know, we wanted to get uh, the women's woman's voice on the show. We wanted to get more of that aspect onto the show, and we really hit hit the nail starting with Maddie, um, and and moving on to some of our next guests, which we'll get into. I mean, we. I mean, it, it was incredible first starting with Maddie and getting that that insight and uh, getting the, you know teaching. I mean, women in sports nowadays, it's it's it, they're there. They're it's important. They're good. They're they they know what they're doing, and it's not like they're you know they're 
a inferior to men in sports. I think women are taking over the the sports game, and I I I love it. It's incredible. So a shout out to Maddie for uh, for being a guest on the show. Moving on to our next guest, we had probably one of you know we have a we have a list of experienced guests on our show with a lot of a lot of um it's just they, they 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 they've been around it so much. They've been around it for many years that they have this really experienced background and it just comes natural to them. Uh, this was another Twitter guest that you got, Coach Chaddock. This was Coach Cal Bowers, uh, cur- currently a financial advisor, and uh, but, he, but he's a former senior director of development at Bowling Green State University, his alma mater, your alma mater. I mean, everyone's alma mater, it seems like at some point. Uh, <laughs> we, we started running into everyone from Bowling Green at this point, but um, Kyle Bowers, you know, this was another one that you uh, you got on, Coach Chaddock, and and you could tell from the moment we got onto that Zoom call, he was just an exuberant type of personality, and then, and um, it was really awesome speaking to him and, and getting his his uh, up, uh, insight on just toughness and, and what it takes, and he's pretty simple with it. He's pretty cut and dry with it, and there's nothing much much to it, and I really enjoyed that that aspect of speaking to him. Coach, what about you? You know, I think you hit the nail on the head. Um, exuberance, excitement towards um, toward towards what he does. Bowling Green State University, football, and developing people, and the the depth at which he could talk about very specific things on the football field from games mm. and the relationships that he balanced with people back in those days was mm. phenomenal to me. And if I remember correctly, mid mid season in a game, he made the switch from playing guard to center. If I'm remembering correctly on that and was able to make that change, was able to take, I think he took a couple practice snaps on the sidelines and then jumped in. Uh, amazing the connections that he has and how connected he stays to the university and the alumni and is able to bring people together and talk through history of the college. I think it's just incredible what he's able to do there. I, what really stood out to me, though, the most was the adversity at which that he had gone through um, working on some business deals, and you know, not everything went the way it was supposed to on some business deals and, and some money. And being able to fight through that adversity, provide for a family, and find another way to make it happen. That's what really stands out to me a lot. Because we're always going to face adversity in life. And we can we can tuck tail and wait for a handout. We can sit by and just hope it goes by and hope someone comes to save us. Or we can take the bull by the horns. We can identify what the issue is, look and say, hey, this, this, is, this is a concern. Here's how we're going to solve this. Here's how we're going to move forward. Here's how I'm going to provide for my family. Here's how I'm going to provide for the business. So I was really, really uh, intrigued by that. And that's definitely a lesson that stuck with me. Thank you, Coach Cal Bowers, joining us. Uh, that was really awesome to speak to him. Um, Next guest that we had was we we went down another route. You know, we go from we go from uh, football scoop writer to a football senior develop director of development, and then and then all the way to a TV content producer, assignment editor, Emmy award winner, Emmy award winner. I mean, we jumped 
we jump from all over the place. And again, another we another woman, great head on her shoulders, works hard, and actually was someone that got her dream early in her life. It's something that she wanted to do from a very young age. Megan Gallagher, three-time Emmy Award-winning producer, assignment editor, content producer for WKYC out there in Ohio. Another another BG grad, by the way. Another Bowling, great, Bowling Green State University. I mean, unbelievable. We just keep getting them. So, I amazing. I mean, she's younger than me. I'm 27. She's younger than me. And she has been, had this dream of... Working, WKYC, getting on there, and and sure enough, she's there, and she's won awards for working at her dream. What a great, inspiring story that is to think about. You go after something, and you get it, and then you be the best at that dream. It's not just a dream because it's cool as a dream. It's better when you do it. It's better when it's real. It's better when you're right there in, in the thick of things. And, I mean, just incredible hearing the 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 type of story she gets to be involved with, the people she gets to work with and get inspired by, and also some of the the struggle she's gone through as a woman not in front of the camera and being behind the camera and people pushing saying hey you should be in front of the camera and kind of getting those con and working through those struggles of no <laughs> it's it's about my work not what i look like and and megan was a great guest to to share those first of all gracious enough to share those thoughts to share those opinions and 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 to uh really open up uh, open up a little bit um, but what a what a established uh, successful uh, young person um, at, at just that point in your life to be where where she's at. A lot of us can say we're still striving for it, you know. And and I know I am. And she's there, and and she has no plans on slowing down, right, Coach? Absolutely. And you know, for me, it was so intriguing to listen to early on. I mean, she was literally. Boom. As soon as she joined the uh, organization, they were out chasing these fantastic stories that, that come their way. Immediately. It's, it's breaking news. And there, there is no hesitation. There is no pause. There, there, there is just an immediacy to the work that she does. And it was really intriguing for me to hear the stories behind the three different Emmys and to hear what went into making those stories. And to hear to hear what they go through and in some cases i mean they're difficult stories and to hear what they go through to hear to hear the the production piece of it is phenomenal mm -hmm. and the hours that they have to put in you have to be available at a moment's notice it's it's not hey we just work 9 to 5 i mean you don't know when breaking news is going to happen I, <laughs> I mean breaking news might happen right now it's a it's a you know an evening and you're told, hey, we, we got a story. Let's go get it. And to hear the immediacy of that and how she's gone through that, I think is incredible. Um, to hear the, the diligence at which she approaches each and every day, each and every story has been incredible. And I have been able to see some of the different food stories that have come out that we talked about. And I'm telling you, I'm still here. I'm still available to help out with, with some food taste testing at any of these uh, local places. Um, I think there might actually be a like a pizza week coming up in Cleveland. 
It, it either happened just this last week or it's happening this upcoming week, like pizza boating I, I in Cleveland. I haven't dinner yet tonight, man. You're going to have to we have to cut this show early so I can eat. Don't get me uh, hungry. That's funny. So, yeah, that's that's really what stood out to me is that. And then also that that notion of, um, you know, I'm going to make my pathway in the world. Don't judge me. Don't 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 try to stand in my way. You know, and, and being able to get past the scrutiny and the mindset of uh, some people who think because you look a certain way, maybe you should do a certain thing. I, I loved hearing her stories about just getting through all that and saying, nope, this is what I'm really good at. This is what I'm going to do. And, you know, being steadfast to that. Megan Gallagher, big shout out. Thanks for joining us. And, uh, you know, she's. It was just awesome. I mean, that was that was one that we were really looking forward to having her on, and she blew us away. So that was fantastic. Uh, three more guests that we had. I mean, these we finished it off pretty pretty dang well. But next guest we had was another host reporter. It was kind of like, uh, you know, this was Ashley Collins. She was a host reporter for Sports Time Ohio and uh, Fox Sports Ohio. Ohio. This was kind of a. It's like a combination of our guest Matthew Robertson and Megan Gallagher, and then we got Ashley Collins. Uh, she has experience. She's been in the game for a while, and you could tell just by the way she we she spoke and even like segue and you know preemptively into next topics. I mean, she's very experienced and on on that show with Bruce Jenner and talked about how intelligent Bruce is and and how he always has been. And and Ashley was great to have on and and for her to she really kept it real. And what, yeah. you know, what stood out to me uh, we're, we're talking to Ashley was was the question about her her adversities and how she was like, you know what? We deal we all deal with adversities and it's about learning from it, moving on and just grinding, grinding, grinding and not letting it slow you down. And I think that's so important. We always need reminders of this. Don't let your adversity slow you down. Let it make you better for your future. Um, and we brought up this topic again was learning how to learn you know we, we talked about that a little bit with ashley and we've talked about it on the show before it came up with her and i think it fit in perfectly is learning how to learn and kind of sitting back and and really uh, absorbing things and, and being a servant leader and learning from the best and then becoming that best and showing the best but it takes diligence it takes grind it takes heart uh it takes effort and she hit it right on the head she was simple she was straight to the point and i, and I love it being concise yeah, getting all the information across that you need to get across. Uh, great guest mm -hmm. Ashley Collins was. And I think one part that was really interesting, because I didn't know the backstory on this, this wasn't actually what she was trying to get into. Right. She was she was working, and, and they were at that golf course, and these guys were coming in and doing golfing and chatting, and all of a sudden it was like, well, hey, we're looking for this position here at the station. You know, why, why don't you give it a try? And, you know, kind of stumbling into that role and, and learning it and loving it, crafting it. That's the biggest thing. You found a passion, now craft it. And, you know, what, 10 years later, actually more than 10 years, it's been more, it's been more than 10 years, um, she's been able to develop some wonderful skill, do a multitude of things. And the lessons uh, she's learned working with Bruce Drennan ha have been phenomenal. And I particularly enjoyed the uh, conversations regarding the parade. I oh, thought those man. were really neat. Um, your dream come true to be able to interview some of these people. Jim Brown, the Jim Brown interview. I mean, come on. 
And, you know, talking about LeBron introducing himself as LJ. Yeah. (laughs) And the, hey, I'm AC. (laughs) That's amazing. Um, You know, so I think it's phenomenal. She works with a legend on a daily basis. She doesn't allow herself to get starstruck. She stays focused on a job. And I think that's incredible. I, I was also really, really interested because you and I don't see it from this perspective. The difference her job has been in 2020 when she was saying how much more disconnected they are because they're not in the facilities, whether it's the Cleveland Indians facilities or the Cleveland Browns facilities, they're not physically in the facilities. So you're not mingling and networking with all the other reporters and all the players. You're simply getting these Zoom interviews that everyone's getting and you're all sitting on the same one. So I thought that was really neat because I had never thought about it from their perspective as far as that goes. So how much her job has changed, yet she still stays steadfast and stays above the curve on that, which I think is awesome. And it was funny because a couple of days after we did the interview and my son had actually listened to the show, he, we happened to have the Bruce Drennan show on TV a couple of days later. And my son looked and goes, wait a minute. Isn't that the person you just had on your podcast? Like, how did you get her? She's famous. She's on TV. <laughs> and that was the uh, that was the 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 wisdom from my thirteen year old. So <laughs> nice. Ashley was a great guest. Hope, hope we can get her on again, and and maybe we can even get Bruce Drennan on again. We're gonna work on that for you guys. Yeah, no kidding. That'd be that'd be fantastic. You know, I last thing I want to point out about Ashley was 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 one thing she brought up was a person she brought up a well known person. Yet we tend to forget about this person. You know, he's a popular, famous person, but you tend to forget about him. But Coach Terry Francona, baseball coach for the for the Cleveland Indians, she brought him up, and I thought that was fantastic to bring up someone of that caliber. Yet talk about him at a very um, humble setting in a, in a very humble way and and I love Terry Francona um, I love hearing people that are around people that are perceived in a good way and then confirm that to you that they are good people and they are actually better than they than you perceive them from afar so just want to give a shout out to that that you know that and if you don't know who Terry Francona is he is well documented look him up listen to the interview with Ashley that we had um, that was, you know, we had that interview back in, uh, on November 16th. So go check that out and, uh, you can find that interview. We talked about Terry Francona, but look him up. I mean, he's, he's a well-documented guy. He was in the last dance. If you didn't know, he was Michael Jordan's double a baseball coach when Michael Jordan was at the Birmingham Barons. And you're like, wait, yeah, who was that coach? Well, that was Terry Francona and he's a world series champion, uh, manager in baseball. Uh, second to last guest we had, you know, this was, this was, we've had a few of these, but a couple last minute fill-ins and, you know, one that's kind of, um, you know, ready to go. And he's an avid listener and, and, uh, a good friend. Uh, I think one of the ones that wasn't on Twitter, uh, because of the relationship that, you know, you coach Chaddock built, but, um, you know, we got co- two coach P's here and this is the, the older, more experienced, wiser coach P as I'm still the young, you know, unfit learning uh coach p but uh you know it's um um Co- coach ryan peron from thompson valley high school offensive coordinator qb's coach thompson valley high school out here in loveland colorado where i'm at and uh, uh for me personally coach peron like myself did not play football and found love in the game 
and had the courage to go and find a way to be involved in the game and see it to a point where not playing wasn't something that we were necessarily afraid of. We just both understood that it is it might be a slight and it might be more difficult, but it wasn't something that was a fear. And I think that's what kind of fueled him, as well as myself, to get involved in, in this game of football and coaching football and, and coaching in general. And um, talking to Coach Perron about that, Coach P, was, was awesome to, to hear someone that he has relationships with his coaches out in California when he was out there. Coach Reardon, who we both know, Coach Chaddock, and, and just to hear him and his relationships and how he where he's gotten to in, as a football coach, it's fantastic. It was inspiring to me as someone who, who there's not many of us. There's not many of us coaches in football that haven't played the game. You know, a, a lot of us played the game. Um, it, 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 it was uh, something like it was the, the back of our hand. We, we, it, we loved it. And that's not something that me and Coach Perron necessarily went through. We, we didn't play the game. We had to find the intensity elsewhere. And, and he is a great coach. He's a great mentor. Uh, great leader, and it was just it, it was really inspiring to hear uh, someone else that had to fight through that struggle if it was of not playing because people do look at you not maybe not down on you but they look differently and and most of the time when something's different you don't like it um, you know you you don't conform to the different you run away from it and um, I think it's uh, we the fact that you know he's gotten where he has and I've gotten where I'm at it, it's. It's awesome, and he's definitely an inspiration to me from afar. It was the first time I actually had a conversation with him, and I regret not having more of them. So, um, you know, shout out to Coach P for joining on. He is the OG Coach P, so I'm going to call him from now on the OG Coach P. Um, so, uh, and I'm the uh, the the y YG Coach P, you know, the young one. So, um, he's the original, and I'm the young one. But uh, no, Coach P, big shout-out. It was an awesome conversation. Coach, he, he's a friend of yours. You know, first and foremost, you developed a relationship as coaches, but it developed into something more than that, kind of like you and me. Um, so, you know, let's speak on that and ha and ha what it was like having Coach P on the show. Well, it was awesome. You know, we we developed a, a quick friendship. I mean, we started coaching together and pretty instantly just clicked and had a wonderful journey together for a couple of years at Fossil Ridge High School. And, you know, during that time, we used to have him and his wife over for dinner um, every once in a while and be able to hang out with them, um, learn, learn from them and be able to uh, learn more about them. And they're they're both from a from, you know, outside of the U.S. So it was an amazing experience to hear their stories and what they've been through and, and what brought them here and then their life's journey here. I think for me. Uh, one thing that is incredible that stands out is the way I watch him develop others and the way I watch him care for others. He truly loves what he gets to do and he loves pouring into the youth. And that's one of the biggest things for me. And he does this repeatedly and he is still in contact with people that he used to coach, helping them along the way, being an ear for them, uh, being a supporter of theirs. And you know, you don't you don't stop coaching just because you're not at that school anymore. You build those relationships and you just keep developing those kids and you're always there for those kids. And he's always been that person. Uh, he's an inspiration to me. He takes in my kids like like he's their uncle and he is always very close with my kids. My kids love having him come over 
and you know hearing the the background behind not having previously played yet having the hunger to go figure out how to make it happen as a coach and let that be a lesson to everybody just because you don't know something right now doesn't mean you can't just means if hey if you're passionate enough about something you'll figure out how to get it done you'll figure out how to get the skills that you need and uh, let that be a lesson to us all for sure Shout out Coach P once again, Coach Ryan Perron from Thompson Valley High School um, out here in London, Colorado. It was awesome to have him on, and he man, he was ready to go. Um, he's an avid listener. He listens to us all the time. So um, out of all our shout outs, I know he's going to hear this one. So um, that was awesome to have him on. Um, last final guest that we had for the year. Um, what was a surprising one? Was it was a great one? Was a exciting one? Um, and I think uh, she taught us a lot. Uh, about maybe a family that we've all been intrigued with and 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 she kind of took us in and uh, opened up a little bit and it was fantastic and that was Nikki Meyer Dennis uh, from Excel well she is um, married to the quarterbacks coach Corey Dennis of Ohio State and is the eldest daughter of coach Urban Meyer retired coach most recently from the Ohio State University Multiple national championships, probably the coach of our era, along with Nick Coach Nick Saban. Um, what, a, what a great opportunity it was to talk to Nikki and to dive into her experiences from a from being born into like kind of a high caliber family. Awesome that first of all she was born in Four Cons, Colorado. Her and her sister were born out here uh, at PVH. So um, fantastic to you know to hear that news and and um, just to hear about their parents' love for. Colorado and uh what you know what I what I call home and she it was just amazing there was so much I wanted to know and and hear just you know when you see celebrities you see them in a different light you almost think that they live in a different world they live by a different set of rules they're in almost a different dimension and that we just don't know what that's like and and to hear someone so real down to earth and just you know coming from that lifestyle and being who Nikki is and her sister it's fantastic and the 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 what really I, I love to hear was was her speaking about her coaches and how they – honestly, I, I thought some of her coaches would be intimidated. And I didn't, yeah. I didn't really get that from her. I, I felt like her coaches really took that opportunity to become better coaches. Who knew? How amazing that is. How amazing that is for her coaches to see, you know what, I'm not going to be intimidated by the fact that I got to coach this guy's daughter, but I am going to learn from him to see what makes him a good coach, and that is coaches working together as coaches. That is coaches' collaboration. It doesn't matter what sport you're in. when it's If you're not playing that person on game day, you collaborate as coaches. We are a, a community that is – we are a family. We are a community that I feel like sometimes is too far apart. And that's really stood out to me. I was really inspiring to hear that. Um, it was great to have Nikki on. I mean, that was just exciting leading up to it and even better having the conversation with her coach. She was a phenomenal guest to have on. Great speaker. Um, tons of tons of life story to talk about from being a Division One athlete to having that brotherhood of the the players to the family and being over for barbecues to then also, and this, this is the part that probably stood out the most to me is 
the family aspect and the lessons that she learned um, as as a mother, as a daughter, as a um, as a member of the Meyer family, and still recognizing enough to say, I don't have all the answers. There's almost an expectation that she has all the answers because she grew up in that family. And, you know, her telling us as a wife, it's different. There's experiences that she's having that she didn't know the answer to, mm-hmm. had to learn, has to ask questions, has to learn along the way. And to hear from her directly about, you know, the relationship the family has and how they worked through the adversity of, you know, 2018 together, mm-hmm. sticking together as a family. Here, here. Th- this is this is our moral values, our ethics, what we believe in. We're gonna we're gonna pray about it. We're gonna stick to stick to our values as a family, and we're gonna get through this together. And they they had the opportunity to learn about who who their true friendships were. And I thought it was an incredible story to hear uh, from the inside and to learn more about that. And it was funny because if you look, a week and a half after we had her on the show was when the media started posting all the stuff about um, Urban Meyer will not go to the University of Texas. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden over this weekend, University of Texas has announced Tom Herman will stay in his position as head coach of the football team. And, you know, it's, it's, how would you like for your family to be in the national news all the time like that? Think about that. How hard is that to live when your family is in the national news constantly? And, you know, kudos to her stand up person brings a great value set to the table, Mm -hmm. taught us about her experiences in life her family's experiences and the bond that makes them the Meyer family. I think that was probably the most impressing part to me was the bond that they have. And of course, you know me, I'm always a sucker for the daddy daughter story (laughs) because, because that's important to me with my daughter. So that, that really stood out. Uh, Nikki was a phenomenal guest to have on Um, who knows, maybe we can get her on again sometime, or maybe we can get someone else from the family on sometime. Uh, We'll just, we'll stay tuned. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's who knows? Who knows what's in store? And uh, that's kind of that's a perfect segue into, you know, that those were our guests. And and, and, and if you listen to any of them, you know, they were they, they are what made the show. They are what made the show go. They are what brought us to the mics. They are what pushed us to get the show out there. So thank you to our guests. And we, we they we would be nowhere without our guests. And, and what a great way to end top it off. And we want to go more. We want to go bigger. We want to go higher. We want to go faster. We want to go. Uh, we want to be as best as we can be with what we got. And that's what we're going to do. And that's what we're going to work towards. And, and um, you know, it's, it's just been a great it's been a great year of 2020. And we're going to reflect on, you know, in a week or two, me and coach are going to come together and collaborate for what we did well, what we could do better and what we want to see for 2021. And this isn't just like, ah, let's just business as usual. Um, we know what we got on, on air and we want to put on a better product for you guys and be better every single day. And, uh, I feel like each guest that we have has brought a better game from us to make sure we step it up a little bit and make sure they feel comfortable and bring a good show to you guys, the listeners. 
So um, it's been awesome, and 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 you know, I just, I, I, you know, I I appreciate us talking about our guests. We spent a lot of time talking about our guests. You've heard a lot of us just talking, 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 talking so far. And you know, I was gonna go off a little bit and maybe talk about some things on my mind. I I just, I'm just you know, after going through our entirety of guests and reflecting. I'm just really grateful. Um, I got a lot of gratitude in my heart. I'm really feeling grateful for what we were able to do. I'm proud of what we were able to do. Um, it wasn't a perfect year for me. Even recently, I was going through tough times. This show brought me back to my feet because I was able to get surround myself with positive energy. And that is because I'm committed to 3rd and 30. And um, without it, who knows how tough those times would have been or would not have been or what have you. But um, it, it's been an honor so far, and I can't wait to see what we have in store. We are nowhere near done, people. We are nowhere near complete where we want to be. We have so much more to do. The fact that we have figured out this whole virtual thing, I haven't seen Coach Chaddock in forever, but you know what? I see him at least twice a month no matter what. Um, and it's because of this technology we have, and I'm blessed by it. Uh, again, another reason I'm grateful, I'm grateful for Coach Chaddock because uh, without you, it, it, this show wouldn't run at all. We wouldn't have half the guests that we got, and um, we wouldn't have a, a show without you on it. It wouldn't be a show. I wouldn't be able to do it by myself, and uh, grateful for you to take the time out of you. You have kids. You have a career. You, uh, you're moving around everywhere. You're coaching football, and – for you to still take time and want to be here and, and enjoy doing this with me. Um, you know, I, I enjoy our dynamic. I enjoy the fact that we are over, you know, we might be over 10 years apart in age, but we, I mean, we, I feel like we work together better than a lot of people that might consider themselves the same people, same brothers at the same age, grew up together. I, I, I enjoy our dynamic. I think we bring two different aspects and two different insights to the show, yet we all we both have the same goal in the end, and that is to be the best version of ourselves that we can be and impact our communities in the best way that we possibly can. So I'm um, grateful to have a great co-host uh, like yourself, Coach. And you know, for, this is your first time doing a podcast is June 1st, and you know, I don't think people could would know that unless I said that just then. So, um, you know, I, I think it's a testament to who you are and your abilities. So um, I'm looking forward. I'm excited. I'm, I'm driven. I'm, I'm confident. I'm, I'm ready for 2020 to be over just like everyone else, and I'm looking forward to 2021 as I'm going to control 2021. 2021 ain't going to control me. We 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 may have been our hands might have been tied behind our back for some things, but there's no reason in my mind that we can't take control of what of, of ourselves and our lives and the way we operate from here on out. You know, there might still be opportunities out there that are that are st struck down because of the world we live in today, but you know what? There are ways around it, and it starts with up here, with up up in your mind, and how you approach it. You approach it with a strong attitude. You're gonna end up with strong results. You aim for perfection. You end up with excellence. And how many of you know victory loves preparation? You gotta prepare if you want to win. You gotta practice. You gotta get your mind right. You gotta get your body right. You gotta get your peoples. You got like Marshawn Lynch says. You gotta take care of your chicken. Uh, you gotta take care of your chickens, and that's it's important. 
It's important. You know, a lot of us see humor in it, and it is funny, but that's just because Marshawn Lynch might talk a different way or is from a different part of the world than we're from. But you know what? That's More truer words have not been said over the past five years. Take care of your chickens. Because if you don't take care of your business behind the scenes, you ain't going to go in front of the scenes and be successful. That's what that means. You got to take care of what you got, what you're controlling. You take care of what you can control, and that's every aspect of what you control. That is your, like I said, your emotional, your physical, your mental, all of it. You're going to end up pretty successful. I'll say them again. You aim for perfection. You end up with excellence. Victory loves preparation. Coach, I'll, I'll leave it up to you for your final thoughts on 2020. It's a podcast, my, so we so, my, so we have like infinite time. You know, people might turn it off, but we have infinite yeah. time. So get get after it. You know, <laughs> coach about to go off. <laughs> so we we are looking today. You know, this is going to come out on the fourteenth. Okay, we've got what 14, 15, 16, 17 days left. Seventeen days left as you listen potentially. Seventeen days left of two and a half weeks. Two and a half weeks. You have a choice. You have a choice. You can be that person that sits back and says, oh, I can't wait till 2020 is over. Oh, 2020 has been a dumpster fire. You go post all you want to Twitter all day long. Go post all you want. Twitter loves company. And, you know, dumpster fire. Oh, 21 is going to be so much better. 21 is going to be so different. Well, hey, guess what we were all doing a year ago today? year ago today, we were all playing, oh, it's going to be 2020 vision. Oh, my goodness. You know, my I don't believe in creating um, a New Year's resolution. Nobody keeps their New Year's resolution. Get out of here with that. Seriously, just, just go home. Because none of you keep your New Year's resolution. Oh, I'm going to lose weight this year. Yeah, okay. That's what, that's what I say every year. I said that um, in 2013. You know what I'm well, Say what? I said that in 2013. We're still working on it. <laughs> so you know, yeah, and and we we all say we all say we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this. You know, it's gonna be awesome. I I just need I just need the new year to make it all happen. No, you don't. You need tomorrow. Tomorrow's what you need. Get out of here with this. Oh, I need the new year. I need the new year. I I have one word. Okay, all I do is one word. I started doing this. John Gordon is someone who wrote a book called One Word. He partnered up with another person who I can't remember the name of. They they partnered up. They wrote about one word because people don't keep their New Year's resolutions. One word that drives you through the year that helps you, that keeps you driven, keeps you focused. My one word for 2020, I had to look back because I forgot for a minute what my one word was. Even though I was following it, just in the last couple of months, I was like, wait a minute. I think I know what it was. Let me be- go back and double check. My one word for 2020 was focus. And in the face of a pandemic, I was able to maintain focus. Now, don't get me wrong. It got, it got run off the rails a couple of times <laughs> and I had to put it back on. I mean, let's not get, let's not get foolish now and just think we're all perfect. I was run off the rails a couple times and had to get put back on. And in this, quit thinking that when when January 1, 2021, 12.01 a.m. hits, the world's going to be different. There's still going to be a pandemic. There's still going to be social issues. 
there's still going to be homelessness. There's still going to be unemployment. It's not going away. It's all still going to be there. There might be a vaccine out now helping a couple of people fight COVID-19 or prevent COVID-19. So what, what I'm imploring you to do is, is start today. Don't let 17 days go by. Don't let 17 days go by without doing something. If you, if you know you want to lose weight, start doing some stuff Monday through Friday. Start doing some stuff that, that helps you lose weight, eat better, get some exercise in. And yes, I know you're going to splurge on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. I know you're going to splurge on New Year's Eve. Okay. 17 days though, three days, that leaves 14 days of eating good, of exercising. So maybe, maybe you can at least stay even, or maybe you can even drop a pound or two or three. If, if, Hey, I want to get a better, better mental mindset in 21. Why wait 17 more days? What are you going to say? I'm just going to goof around for the next 17 days. and not going to have a strong mental mindset. Get out of here with that. Go get a strong mental mindset. Now you want to go chase the, the job of, of, of your interest, the job you're passionate about. Why are you going to wait 17 more days to go do that? Get the theme here. The world does not magically change when January 1 of the next year hits. And if you need that special day, why? Why do you need that special day? Why are you going to waste 17 days? What if you wasted 17 days every single year for the next 10 years? Think about that for a minute. I'm imploring you to attack the day. Do something special today. Do something special tomorrow. Get yourself prepared for 21. Get yourself prepared to hit your drive, to hit what you're passionate about with determination. Hit it with determination. Hit it with rigor. Okay? Hit it with inspiration. Get a victory and establish excellence. That's what drive is. I I look at my 2020. Leadership through adversity was the highlight of my 2020. In the spring, it went up and down several times. Summer got really consistent. And then all of a sudden, beginning of summer, we started a podcast. Through the whole pandemic, we were planning a podcast. We were actually together well, January 10th, 2020, Nashville, Tennessee. Coach P and I were together. Great place if you haven't been there before. Yeah, it is actually. Really cool place. Coach P and I are together. We're in this huge room with hundreds, actually thousands of coaches. PJ Fleck on the stage telling the story about third down and 30. We're behind in the game. This, 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 and this. I got chills. I instantly was just, man, I felt like someone just injected me with about five ounces of adrenaline. I hit Coach P on the arm and said, there it is, there it is, there it is. And I took a note, third and 30. I think the podcast is third and 30. Because we had already been talking about doing a podcast. We could we could have folded in March when everybody went into quarantine. We could have folded. We could have stopped. We didn't even know if we were going to be able to have guests on the show. All of a sudden, we get to May. Hey, you know something? We can do it through Zoom. I'm meeting people all day long through Zoom. We kept it going. That's the key. We kept it going. And now we're sitting here. You're going to listen to this December 14th. Think about how long ago it was 
we came up with the name and then continued the plan. A year ago at this time, you we were sitting in my office at a different rec center having a conversation about developing this show. We started a podcast. We led through adversity. I took on a new position as a parks and rec director and took my family on a cross-country move all during a pandemic. I'm not saying I'm any better than anyone else. That's not the moral of this story. The moral of this story is we didn't quit driving. Coach P didn't quit driving. Coach P is advancing in his academics. Coach P is advancing in career opportunities. Took on that new role in the fall. Took on helping organize youth sports so that way the youth could be involved in activities and playing sports that were developed for kids, developed to better kids, developed to keep kids active. Coach P had new career opportunities, new schooling opportunities, new podcast opportunities. I had some career advancement opportunities, took a chance on things, moved my family cross country. We say all this, the world didn't stop. I believe I talked about this earlier on this podcast. The world didn't stop. At one point, yeah, were we all quarantined? Were we all told to be inside? We're only supposed to leave the house to shop for groceries. I get it. The world did not stop. People are still advancing. Unfortunately, some people are laid off. Some people are without jobs. Some people are not able to make money to support their families. How can we encourage you guys to step up, to look deep inside, find, find something else or find, find ways to make it happen? Rely on friends, rely on family, because now is a time more than ever. We need friends and family. If it's not in person, pick up a phone, send a text, get a Zoom call, get something. Be together, even if virtual. Push each other. And let's all talk. Let's get out of the accusations. Let's get out of accusing. Someone can't even say something anymore without being accused of being X, Y, or Z about a situation. Everyone thinks their opinion's more important than the other person's opinion or their opinion's more right than another person's because we let politics interfere in too much. Let's get out of the way. Let's talk. Let's listen. Let's have communication. And let's build a better society together because it's not going to happen the route we're going. It's going to happen through good conversations together. I look forward to a great 2020 conclusion. Driving through this, I got 17 more days to do stuff with. I got 17 more days. Fun, fun time for us, my kids' birthdays, both December 17th. 17 is an interesting number for us tonight. December 17th, they'll turn 12 and 14. I'm getting old, and it's cool. I like it. And, uh, you know, we're going to keep driving forward. Coach P, it's been a great year. I look forward to the next. Why wait till 2021? You know, tomorrow's here. And uh, if you're waiting for 2021, 2021's here. No more time to waste. So right when you thought that, oh, this year couldn't end, well, it's ending. And here we are. So hope you're ready. Uh, I know we are, and we're going we're gonna to continue to go after it. And, uh, Coach, you, you said that all perfectly elegantly. I love it. And, uh yeah, that's why we do what we do. So, uh, 
thank you to everyone that's been uh, supporting us, listening to us, giving us comments, feedback. You know, thank you to all our guests. Uh, thanks, mom and dad, for you know just supporting us. My mom listens to us every time she walks the dogs. Um, and she's always got something good to say about the show and she just really loves, uh, how, you know, we put things together and, you know, she may be my mom, but shoot, that's, that's feedback. I, I take, uh, I don't take lightly. So she's my uh, biggest fan yet my biggest critic. So I'll take her advice any day, but, uh, both my parents are, but, um, you know, and, uh, I forgot to add, you know, we had a lot of additions, addition, we, we talked about this, but the addition to my niece, uh, got to see her today and, uh, Boy, is it a, a different feeling when you're around babies and get, just really feel this connection of I'm going to see this person grow. And uh, it's, it's, it's been an honor just to be able to just be around, be in her presence. So um, been a good year. Uh, not many people can say that. But in terms of third and 30, I could say it's been a good year. And we've been uh, we've been blessed and we've been grateful for everything that uh, we've been able to do and looking forward to a strong 2021. So thanks for sticking with us. Uh, hope you'll stay with us and. And uh, looking forward to um, bigger and better things every single day. Keep up that drive. Don't ever forget it. And uh, drive every day. Drive, push yourself to be the best version of yourself that you can be. Don't wait till next week. You know, it's just an excuse. Let's get it done tomorrow. Doesn't matter if it's Monday or if it's Thursday. Just get it going and let's get this party started. And let's let's get uh, let's not get down to. Uh, uh, the the lows that we got to this year as as a, as a whole. Let's let's keep things on a positive note and let's take what we learned into bigger and great and excellent things. Can't wait for it, um, Coach. Last thing I want to ask you: Ravens Browns. We big game tomorrow. What you got? Browns. But of course you do. You know Browns have been uh, winning since uh, you moved back, and I'm riding that train too. So go Browns! And I'm uh, telling you, it all changed when I moved back. I'm telling changed. you, Browns tomorrow. It's gonna be hard fought game. Monday hard fought night, game. Twenty four lights, lights are on. Spotlight. Twenty there. Monday night football in Cleveland. The dog. Twenty four. Twenty four. Twenty one. Browns. You know what you say that you say it like there's not going to be an extra point missed. I'm going to go with 26, 22 Browns. Okay, let's go. Whoa. Too conventional Whoa. of a score from you, coach. You know, there's two extra points from the 32 yards now. So, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go with the 26, 22. There's going to be some two point conversions in there and some that are missed. But either way, you know, that, that, look at the Cleveland Browns. Isn't that a they've been third and 30 every single year? Yeah, their job is to get out there and just keep and then Baker Mayfield gets 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 crap every single week. You know, the Browns get crap every single week and hey, look where we are. The Browns are uh looking to make the playoffs and shake up the NFL a little bit. So love it. Love to see it. Check them out tomorrow. Can't wait. Um can't wait for the next show. We'll be off the air for a little bit, you know, maybe not until the start of twenty twenty one. But I'm gonna let you know this now. We are working and grinding to make sure we bring you something new and special. And yeah, I'm gonna say you're gonna notice something different when we that first show of twenty twenty one. It's gonna be something where you're listening, you're like, huh, it's a nice little addition they got. And that's because we're doing everything we can to better your listening experience. For Coach Jason Chaddock, I am Coach Praveen Montrebrigada, and this is the third and thirty podcast.